Welcome to Through the Water Cycle on Solving Water, a xylem podcast that explores issues and opportunities water utilities have at every stage of the water cycle, from source and supply to discharge. This episode is part of a live series recorded at WEFTEC 2019 in Chicago, where xylem experts got together to discuss critical challenges, areas of focus, and current trends in the water utilities industry. Enjoy the show! All right, welcome to WEFTEC 2019 in Chicago. We are recording live from the Beer Garden, which is sponsored by Xylem. I'm with my co-host, Amanda. Hello. My name is Griffin. We're both from Xylem. And today we are joined by uh, Crystal Zaman and Tyler Alkins. That's correct. Um, both of the flight brand. Crystal, you've already introduced yourself a few times. you want to do one more real quick one? Yes, I can do it. Yes, <laughs> I'm Crystal Zaman. I'm responsible for managing flight product portfolio. And Tyler, uh, just a quick background about what you do. So, uh, what I do right now? Yeah. What do you do for Xylem? What are you yeah. doing what right now? What do I do now? for Xylem? <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm drink, drinking beer. But, um, no, so what I do for Xylem, so I really manage the concerter solutions under the flight portfolio. So that cool. kind of breaches into the intelligent wastewater pumping systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's mostly what I do right now. Perfect. So yeah, we with this podcast series at West Tech, we've been trying to hit um, all of the pillars that Xylem is really uh, talking about at, in their booth and kind of just throughout the show at West Tech. Um, so this show is about operating strategy, costs, and labor, but more specifically, the flight concerter product and how that kind of plays into operating strategy and costs. So. Um, is it worth just doing a real quick overview of what the flight concerter is? We can, yeah. yeah. Well, so the flight concerter really is is it's um, an innovative technology, and innovative has been thrown around a lot these days. But at its basic core, it's a super efficient pump that also has intelligence built inside of it so that you can really reduce the cost of operating a pump. And why do we want to do that? We can help reduce safety at risk by the pump not needing to be pulled up as much. Mm-hmm. And also then we get that data back. And that real-time data is going to allow us to really create a lot more better decision. And that decision intelligence is really what Xylem's trying to promote now. Right. We see that a lot in the booth and just kind of throughout anything Xylem related, there's decision intelligence. It's a big message this year, it seems like. And with concerteries also, when previously we were talking about pumps, and then we were talking about monitoring and controls. So concerter is a unique product that brings those two sites together because it is a wastewater pump with built-in intelligence and built-in monitoring and control solutions. So that's what it kind of takes it also to the next level. I was just going to ask that, like, how does this fit in with the monitoring and controls? Do you you don't use that? Do you not use monitoring and controls with this product because that it is embedded in intelligence? No, you still need monitoring and controls. It's really about what are you monitoring and how much more granularity you can get with that information. Okay. Um, you know, talking with uh, MNET, for example, how they're able to essentially uh, start getting data from all the collection systems and figuring all this extra stuff. They have to put sensors into them. The nice thing about Concerter is that the sensors are already there. The information's already there, and really gives that customer a lot more um, quick access to it, which is nice. Great. So is this kind of intelligence that the Concerter has, is it normal for the wastewater industry? Is this a, or is it kind of best in class? Like, what are we looking at in terms of the whole industry? 
this is best in class and uh, what makes it you know it, it's basically unique nobody else okay. has this type of technology out there and when we are talking about intelligence in wastewater in general you know you might ask like, what does it even mean sure yeah but wastewater you know pumping wastewater is always has this X factor on it, right? There is always something in the wastewater. Pumps have to be able to handle it. The equipment needs to be able to handle it. And the built-in intelligence really means that the pump can sense different conditions okay. and it can resolve it by itself. Like when it gets like some kind of blockage, for example. And and again, like we're using the non-clock and technology, but the pumps, you know, there might be some bigger materials going in, the pump will sense if there's a softer material and will um, initiate the cleanup. So it will start running backwards and, you know, forward, backward, forward cycle. But it also knows that if that's, that might be a hard blockage, maybe like a two by four. So it's smart enough to know that that's a hard blockage and it won't break itself by trying to run it again. So it will stop and call for uh, okay. the alarm. Yeah. And that's where you see a lot of reduction in sense of cost of ownership of something. Um, that exact situation happened over in Texas, in fact, uh, that they had a massive piece of steel end up in the pump. And if this was a normal pump, it would have burned up. It just, I mean, because it tries to get, uh, get rid of it and it tries to keep passing that. But the concerter was able to uh, stop itself. And so the customer, while was frustrated at first that so they had to pull the pump, realized that actually it saved a repair cost. And so then they were able to put it back down and it's ready to go. It's interesting. The, the wastewater stream and what kind of is going into it nowadays, like what are some of the more unique things you've, you've heard of? A steel <laughs> beam is pretty Yeah, <laughs> a big piece of steel is yeah. probably a big. Even when you said two by four, I was like, how does that even get there? <laughs> I mean, you have uh, storm drains, right, that can end up in the wastewater, and so you have a lot of bad rains and floods. Um, they can end up with that. I mean, really all sorts of stuff uh, ends up pretty much anything disgusting that you can think of that you know, don't want to tell people about. <laughs> that might be some things you see. Yeah, but I just found, like, weird things, like, yeah, like yeah, shopping carts or, like, what gets alligators. in Alligators. <laughs> alligators. Beef yep. turtles. So the conservator will stop for an alligator. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I mean, not before. Baby alligator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. But we have seen yeah, pictures with the, from the larger, and that's not the conservator station, but generally from the wastewater stations, yeah, we have seen the pictures sure. with alligator also, yeah. See some fish. I've definitely seen some fish in wastewater plants. Hmm. So they eventually went through some pumping station, which I don't understand. <laughs> but oh, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. See what I mean? So we've already kind of touched on it a little bit, but this technology for the for the end user, you know, what are the, some of the other benefits? You know, obviously, knowing if you have to pull your pump because something was going to destroy the pump, that's a big one. What is are there some other like key things that you really that come to mind? Asset management, huh. uh, because of the the technology, the, it's automatically adapts to the duty point. So, you know the. It's, it's a perfect for retrofit situations because of the pump will automatically adapt to the flow ahead what it needs to do. So so from that perspective, and the motors are up to 10 horsepower, so which means that the pump can do any application up to, 20, up to 10 horsepower. And from the asset management perspective, 
people are always keeping a backup pumps or backup parts and if you have a different you know with the municipalities with multiple assets they may, might have you know maybe 20 50 pump stations and they will end up owning a lot of different impellers a lot of different backup pumps but using concerter with this adaptive performance they just all they just need like a couple of pumps as a backup and when i'm saying couple of pumps because of it still it has like a three inch or four inch discharge so there are some some variability in there but it's significantly reduced when we did that the study we found out that it's about 80% reduction on the stock. So it's it's pretty significant. And when you think about like, you know, one thing is that what what does the inventory means? It means cash sitting on shelf because of, you know, if you know more about accounting, you know, you have to pay tax on inventory. So that's that's and and with pumps like when when you're stocking pumps you need to Rotate impellers so the seals don't get stuck and stuff. So, so there is there is a lot of work required to manage the inventory by itself, and like reducing that, it's it's actually quite a good benefit. Yeah, and that's probably not something that you would think of. Like that's probably not a, a key thing that a user would think about right away. That asset management piece of it. So that's interesting. Do you have any like recent kind of case stories or little examples of a recent adopter of a concerner? Well, you know, it's uh, funny you say that. Maybe, maybe we can't use this, but uh, in our own actual rental fleet, one of the re- you know we talk about having something that's accessible and something able to hit the, all these duty points. We're trying to use the concerter now because then we don't need to have all these other smaller pump sizes because it can be used in many different places. Um, so that's actually starting to be worked on now. Well, that's we awesome. have. Yeah, and then places like Suffolk County is uh, looking into, so they're in New York. Um, so we've talked to them about, they have a concerter, um, they have a case story that we're using, but they also have quite a bit of pumps available, and we actually, it just sits in their yard. Um, so looking to see, like, you know, how we can help them out and give them that capability to then have that a- asset management. Hmm. Interesting. That's great. Do you have to do, a, like, kind of a, what were we talking about with, um, Kevin talking about like kind of testing it and proving it like piloting piloting there you go is that a kind of part of the buying process or the concerter as well kind of piloting process the fun thing about concerter um, and it's interesting with any like innovative technology is that you do need people to kind of buy in Um, the idea of putting a motor originally back in the 60s or 50s was impressive it was like what do you put a motor in the water that doesn't sound right and then you decide hey I'm gonna take controls and I'm gonna throw that in the water too and then they're like but then how do I like do stuff to it? And then you're like, well, you got to talk to it. And it's like, well, I don't trust it talking to it. So, you know, you got to have people kind of want to buy in. It's like, okay, well, I'll try it. And then you feel like, okay, I'm going to push it by saying, here, try it out, pilot. And then usually they're just like amazed by it. Sure. Like, it just turns on. It just runs. I don't actually think about it, you know? And that's how most sites go. It's like you drop it in there like, oh, yeah, I did have a concerter. That's right. Just that station works, <laughs> you know? That's they no fun. longer go to it. It's interesting that technology piece is kind of the barrier, similar to water reuse. But I wanted yeah. to add to this something, uh, that one of the tricks that we have used, especially people who are non-believers, are like, okay, give us your worst pump station, like where you have the most trouble. And then they think about it, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I have this place on you know, Oak Street or somewhere, <laughs> it gets always clocked, and then you say, okay, let's try Concerto, and then they're like, looking into you and the smug face like, yeah, see. But, you know, oftentimes, like, these are the places where we 
where we prove that the technology really works because bumps instantaneously starts running the cleaning cycles and really cleans up that wet well and I think that has been beneficial. To the gay story, what we had in Texas, remember this Han equipment told us about? Yes. That that was the, I think, apartment complex or there was basically, okay, so story goes that they had a concerted trial and customer was like, yeah, let's try and <laughs> let's see it. And, and then all of a sudden when the time came to pay the bill, like the phone number was disconnected, we can't get hold of the customer anymore. So the, our crew went out to the site to say, okay, we will take the pump back. Guess what? Pump station was locked. It was a big padlock in there. Wow. So we were like, okay, now that's the first concerter kidnapping situation <laughs> that we, we ran into. You must have really liked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was I like, think it was a construction company initially put it in, but then the apartment complex had to manage it, and they were like, no, you're not taking that back. <laughs> like, we don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> wow. That's... I, that's, that's crazy. Funny. Wow. That's actually a good, like, breaking point, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that works. Want to hear more about how we solve water? Check out In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, a new show in the Solving Water feed. Listen to Xylem experts and industry thought leaders discuss trending water topics, including residential wastewater, agriculture tech, and how Xylem is bringing clean water to Americans in need. Stream episodes of In the Field with Gould's Water Technology wherever you listen to Solving Water. Were either of you involved in the design process? I'm kind of interested in how did the concerter come to be? I, I was not involved directly, but uh, over the time, I do know, I do remember that the design process actually started long, long time ago. I think that we started like in 2011 doing the VOC, uh, really trying to understand what are the problems that the customers or the municipalities are having with, with this type of situations and kind of putting together a strong case of what the product should look like. And the early version of Concertor was actually Flight Exterior, which has a smart uh, VFD drive. So it's still the regular pump with N technology and the high high efficiency motor. And in that case, the, the VFD with the integrated controls is mounted on a control panel. So the functionality is very similar to Concertor, but just the early version is that it's still you know, in the two separate units, and then with the next wave, the real concerter arrived and it was already uh, integrated. And we see that in a lot of different places in the industry, where they're trying to combine controls um, and they have it kind of external to the equipment, and then they kind of tie it into specifically, you know, tune it just right, and then it works for that equipment. Um, the concerter is kind of that next step, though. That's why it's the innovative technology. It's able to bring it together um, so that it's all working as one. And so, you know, we talked about what does this mean for the user, the equipment user, but what is it, you know, what's required of Xylem as the supplier of the equipment to be able to offer something like this? Well, so what is it for Xylem to offer something like this? It's an interesting question because, you know, for, for Xylem, it's really important for us to be on the edge of what's, what should be the next step. You know, I mentioned that in the industry in general, we're looking to see that more integration between the hard equipment and then also that um, essentially some type of integrated control. So either it's synced up to it or it's kind of like really close to it. 
Um, so we see that and we see that path. And so for Xylem, we can't let somebody else do it first, right? So we need to take advantage of that. Um, and then we also look at it from the standpoint of if we look at this digital transformation, this capability of providing more information and more intelligence for our users, and then being able to expand into all the other, other cool things we're doing with like Blue X and all this big you know, collection system monitoring and efficiency optimization, we really need to make sure we don't forget that this hard equipment, that's still going to need to be there. And that hard equipment needs to work better in the future. You know, you, uh, I think I, a few years ago I learned something about the light bulb, how the light bulb hasn't changed design in like a hundred years. And it was like, oh, you're kind of right. I mean, nowadays we're seeing the LEDs and we're seeing the fluorescence and all the other improvement, but you know, maybe a decade or so ago, you weren't seeing that as much. And it was interesting how long that took for people to realize that we've been just wasting energy by having all these really hot incandescent light bulbs. And I think so Xylem looks at that and says, we can't wait you know, that long for us to be already pushing where innovation should go. Mm -hmm. So we need to have that kind of technology and that equipment to give us, enable that. And I feel like what you're saying is basically a good extension of the, the WebTech booth theme that we have at Xylem, right? This opportunity of a lifetime and really bringing together all these technologies, the capabilities from different parts of our business, and then kind of condensing that into one product, essentially. So um, I just think it's a good, it kind of ties it all together nicely. Have you guys been able to walk the floor at all? Have you seen anything interesting? No, I've been slaving over the booth duty most of the morning. So <laughs> that's what I figured. A lot of times it's hard to get outside the booth. So just interested to know if there's anything in the interest industry that is interesting to you right now or any kind of topics or technologies that are out there. What we're definitely what we're looking out is like what our what other companies are doing, other other firms. Like we have some target competitors who we always monitor and they and they are monitoring us so right. that goes around uh, but what so far what I have seen is that the you know the pumping technology is quite conservative and uh, you know but but the innovation where you see is in on a control side and the different manufacturers are just offering different solutions and how do they put things together uh, what we have also seen is that um, as some of the controls uh, suppliers or like a like a ABPs, Schneiders, you know the the motor control providers are working collaborating maybe with some pump companies they're putting together like similar packages what we are talking about today right how to do to bring this intelligence into the pumping operations or treatment operations or you know the different applications and it's it's always interesting because of like for Xylem like our advantage is definitely that we have everything in house right. that you know we have our controls we have our our equipment that would it be either pumps or treatment equipment that we are we have it in house and I think that uh, definitely the one source of responsibility is kind of important for from customer perspective in there that do you gonna call if something goes wrong right. so usually when something happens that the control people point to the pump people and yeah. vice versa <laughs> yeah. but if you have a one sole you know one source supplier and that's kind of what we are usually saying that it's it's important to have like a one source of responsibility for sure well and it kind of goes to your point Tyler before like if a lot of people are putting out monitoring and controls, that's great, but you also can't forget about the hard equipment. You've got to make sure that they both are as optimal as they can be. 
Right. You're only yeah. as smart as your lowest, dumbest thing. Yeah. And so that's what it comes down to is that um, if I try to make a pencil fancy, it's still a pencil in the end. Yeah. And so we want to make sure we can like put ourselves on a different platform and say, actually, we have that intelligence. We have that capability to make mm -hmm. those smart decisions later. Mm -hmm. What are we missing? What didn't we ask you that we should be asking about the concerter? <laughs> that or, is or pump intelligence in general. Turning the tables. Yeah. Turning yeah. the tables, what does that mean? No, it just right. means now, now we now yeah, you we have to ask your own questions. What? That wasn't part of the contract. <laughs> yeah. no. I I'm think it's saying. one of the one of the things are like what are the drivers that actually drive the market? Uh, because of the water and wastewater industry is very conservative industry and sometimes the you know the common approach is to go with what the customers ask from you. And okay. it's it's almost the same like, you know, what was the Ford inventors, you know, they said that if you ask from customer what they want, they just want to have a faster horse. <laughs> I think the pumps and conservator oh. is the same kind of similar analogy that, uh, you know, maybe customers don't know what they don't know yet. And uh, from us, from the Xylem perspective, like we are always there to look out for how can we design, uh, you know, how can we provide our customers more value? Almost like if you had this balance sheet of the, you know, what the, what do they do with or without Xylem? And, you know, can we balance it out and show them that with Xylem, everything is much more beneficial. Right. Like if that Like a before and sense. after or something like that. I yeah. Mean, some or sort like of why comparison. why would they invest into collaboration right. with Xylem? And why change? Because yes. you're saying that they stick with what they know sort of and they don't really want to We're also something. looking at a massive shift of where who's making those decisions. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at what three million tri three trillion dollars worth of assets essentially starting to be managed by now millennials like coming in the next what 20 years or so like that. Um, and that change, that shift, if you start talking to them, uh, Patrick Decker said it you know, very nicely last night that uh, we're going to see people more devoted to that sustainability and people who want to see that there's a company trying to do that. Um, so when we talk about why we want to be here, why we want to push these things, uh, the drivers in the market that's already conservative, we also are looking forward. We're saying, hey, there's something coming up on the horizon that we should be prepared for um, because that's important for them. And that's going to be our customer and we want to make sure we've had that solution. Hmm. And that probably, getting that word out also probably means having good relationships with your distributors and people on the ground who are spreading the, spreading the good word that way, right? Yeah. Well, we have to do our beer review. Yeah, our customer sign-up. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, yeah we yeah. do it for tasting notes. Oh, yeah, do you need one? Uh, <laughs> yes, cheers. 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 How's this one stack up, Crystal? You haven't had this one yet. Yes, I think it's pretty good. I'm just kind of debating, is it better than IPA or not? <laughs> maybe I like this one better. Okay. Or maybe I will have to go and try the first one again. <laughs> You'll have to try tomorrow and see which one sticks out. Yes, yeah. yes. I think that's the yeah the word of the day. We'll have to do it again. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks thank so you much. very much. Thank you for having us.